Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real life and honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. Look at Hi, my Jamie. Hair. We got Wait, you covered. Let me see myself, yeah. Travis. <laughs> Hi, guys. We are wild. at Sticky Paw Studio once again in Las Vegas. And Travis. Hi, Travis. Hi there. How's her hair look? Uh, her hair is beautiful. Okay. A, little, a little good messy. It's a yeah. good messy. I, I like the tussled look, don't you? Mm-hmm. I like calling it. Travis. People call it beach hair, but I like just call it it's just tussled. Like you I know? just woke up and yeah. I didn't well, brush my just, hair. I'm like sexy after sex, Shh. it's tussled. That's oh even better. God. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. So one time I showed up and Mm -hmm. I sat down and Travis looked at me and he was like, no go. What? And he goes, let me help you out. He came behind me and literally like brushed my hair for me. Travis, one thing I love about you is you're like straight up always just so honest. And it's just like this raw honesty that I just love about you. I love you guys. That's that's honest. (laughs) Thank you. That's when I was like, he's a fucking keeper. Yes, he is. I I talk about you all the time when I'm back in LA. I just go, you know, well, our producer, Travis, I go, why don't you shoot in LA? I go, because we don't have a Travis. Yeah, no Travis no. there. There's no Travis. You know, there's just a bunch of posers there. There's no Travis there. Mm-hmm. By the way, Travis, have you gotten your passport? <laughs> no. It's springtime, Travis. Travis. There's a lot of places to go. And, only, and you can probably get it much quicker now, I bet. I, I, you're probably right. I haven't checked in like five months since. Well, come on. You're coming to the Bahamas with us. Oh, yeah. that sounds like a threat. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> there's a lot we have go- that going on, but we want you involved. Seriously. Thank so, you. Yeah. And it's I'll get a lot. Impor- Honestly, I need it. I need it. I go kick in the pants. Unfortunately, it's overseas. Darn. But, you know, <laughs> so it's a win-win. All right, Jamie. So how's it going today? It's going good. I love the Motley Crew. I'm supporting my favorite group of all time. Really? Yeah, I Do love Do you know them. Tommy? I, you know, I met Tommy Lee once before. We actually changed shirts one time because he loved what? the shirt I had on. And he goes, I want that guy's shirt. And we changed shirts. Oh, yeah. And yeah, okay. you know, he's, they're, they're huge for me. I love them. Okay. Going to see them this summer for their tour. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was like going back on tour. They're going back on. It was at, on hiatus from the COVID situation. Yeah. So it's like a full on festival with them and Def Leppard and Poison and the whole crew. So wow. yeah, even Joan Jett's performing. It's going to okay. be amazing. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to last because I'll probably lose my voice halfway through, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you got anything going on? Yes. Okay. I'm, so I'm headed to Texas okay. for a Blade show um, with Microtech. So I have this new guy. Ooh, that's a good um, one. It's Yeah, it's pretty like fancy here with like the Stingray. So I'm super excited about that. Okay. Almost done with my Blade. I was going to ask you, how's that going? It's going. Um, I probably need one more trip and then um, I'm done. Okay. With it. So, like it's um, just sitting there until you actually finish yeah, it off, Yeah, so I've like grinded and gone through the um, entire process. So I'm really excited. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what they say, you, you know your product best if you actually get in there and make it as yes, well. Yes. It gives, it's definitely giving me um, a greater appreciation for the craft. Nice. For sure. Nice. So when I pay the money for one, I'm like, okay, now I know why this is $350. <laughs> so... Well, yeah. I'm going to just put out there, um, I, so I signed with the managers recently. I'm really happy. I want to give a mm. shout out to my manager, Michelle Farrell. Hi. And we'll see how she does for me and go from there. But it's time for me to step out and just kind of be the, the front. Yeah. You know? so, and you have a photo shoot? I do have a photo shoot coming up this week. And I've been going to some events. You know, I know that we're going to something, some movie premiere, which is kind of amazing. So yes. thank you for that as yeah. well. It's, so it's a, a movie premiere on sex trafficking. Really excited. I actually shoot with um, one of the stars. Mm-hmm. So she goes into her story. So Really excited to support that. Yeah, definitely and then, looking um, forward to support that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be hitting the carpet again. I love that. It's going to be fun. Yeah, the carpet's the thing now, man. So <laughs> it's a, I'm getting used to this sort of thing. And then the Oscars. We have the Oscars coming up. Okay. 
All right. So that's, well, are that's you coming in for that? Are you yes. coming in town? Yeah. So we have to think of stuff going on then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll have a good time for sure. Okay. I think we need to probably bring in some versus games on that one too. What do you think? That whole week and we could probably, you know, do the mobile app and just put out a bunch of versus games for mm -hmm. people to, um, you know, kind of vote on. Yeah. What do you think? I think. Who's going to wear best on the red carpet, you or me? Yeah. Okay. We always match. It's really weird. <laughs> well, we're going to bring okay. her, like, speaking of matching, we're going to bring our guest in. Yes. So, like, let her a part of this conversation because she's this little beauty over here. And it's like, she's like, I don't know if I'm nervous because she's like, can kick my ass, or I'm nervous because she's so cute. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> our guest today was born in Vietnam and moved to the United States at the age of eight. She grew up in Oakland, California, and then took up kickboxing and Muay Thai in her early 20s. She also appeared in season 37 of Survivor. This MMA superstar is dubbed the Killer Bee, which is quite fitting because she looks like she could buzz around you and, and, you know, and sting you before you even saw her coming. Not only is she beautiful and strong physically, but she exudes an empowering presence that she is proud to share with all women. Please welcome B Nguyen to the show. Wow, what an intro. Did you like that, B? Oh my God, I'm are, blushing. Are you looking at me differently now? Yeah. I don't know. I, when I walked in, I, I was like, I don't know about this guy, but now, you know, I really like you. Coming from you, thank you, you so out. much. Yeah. We're, we're so excited to have you on the show. Thank, thank you so much you. for taking time I'm out of your day. I'm excited, honestly. It's been great to meet you. And anytime there's a badass female in any Aww. kind of field, I want to be involved in it, you know? Good, so, good. I feel the same. Here. Yeah. So he actually found you, but like, I heard of you through john but he knew of you before me i did oh, yeah I think so, I was just... and then when john linked me with you yeah. um finally um i i couldn't wait to be like ha ha guess guess <laughs> what <Yeah. laughs> yeah. my only disappointment is if i may say because I, I always tell the truth is that mm -hmm. but i'm so glad you're here but i was like Man, I reached out to her first and she didn't respond you to know, me. I go, is it because I'm a guy? No, she's just a little bit better looking I, than see, you. you know damn I mean? it, just, B. Gosh darn it's it. It's just more inviting. Okay, you know? you're right. Okay, I, that I'll go with. That, it's that's not what, the that's, first time she's beat you out on <laughs> No, no, trust me. She wins all the time. I just just have to write her coattails I'm sometimes. just, I'm glad, I'm very flattered that you, you knew me before. I hope it's I not from... Uh, Hinge or Tinder? It's from <laughs> my fighting, right? Yes, we didn't imagine I ghosted Strictly you or something. Fighting, right? Yeah, I was like, "Who is this badass?" And I want to know who this killer B person is. Yeah. And like, I just literally started following. I mean, after Cody Stamen came on the show, mm -hmm. and then just that's when I kind of started looking into more of the MMA yeah. stuff because I know it's big in um, here in Vegas. So right. I want to kind of know who's doing what, and yeah. just you know, with having Eric Nixick on the show, and um, you know, we're trying to get Francis Ngannou on the show, yeah. you know. But we have you, so I'm yeah. super excited yeah. now. And you're you're worldwide, so you're you're all over the place yeah mostly in asia but uh, yeah i'm here as well yeah okay across, across the world um i'm a little more intimidating than francis so don't worry about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, then i'll just slide my seat over just a little bit <laughs> towards jamie no i'm kidding i'll slide towards me because that way you can protect me no yes. um but anyway so more in asia then so does that yeah. mean you do more fights over there then as well yeah so i'm signed to one championship which is asian based okay. um we were coming to america before um the we we're coming to the states before a pandemic but you know, now we're still over there. I've been there for a while now. And uh, yeah, most of the TV, nonprofits, everything, all my work is usually in Asia. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm very grateful and happy for the fan base I have here in the States, though. That's great. Um, Opportunity-wise now, because I know, once again, and we had spoken about this off-air, you now live in Las Vegas, but you were right. staying, you were in Houston for, I guess, maybe 10 years? Something a long like that, time. Right? Like, no, like 16, 17 okay. years, but I just travel so much that I'm, I'm barely there. Okay. But I love Houston, but I'm glad to be in the Mecca of fighting. Um, 
you know, I've been fighting for a long time and, and I, I'm still fighting. I'm not retired yet, but I am tra- looking, I am learning to transition out. And uh, right now I just, uh, I'm, I just joined the agency. So now I'm a fight manager. Oh, congratulations. Wow. Yeah. I want to... I wanted to join. I mean, people have been telling me a long time. I've had a lot of job offers, but I'm really interested in helping young women. Okay. Because I know how to navigate that world without uh, sacrificing things that you're not comfortable with and and maximizing, you know, your career. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, that'd be exciting. So you chose correct. So the job offers you said you had were offered. Um, was it still along the lines of what you're doing now with the agency thing, or is it were they just completely offshoots of different? No, they're all they, they've all been the same. They <clears throat> a, a couple of agencies have offered for me to be an agent at their at their agency. Okay, but I chose to go with Ko Reps, so now I'm officially an agent under Ko Reps. Will it take away your time from the ring? As far as I mean, I'm not saying fighting, but just more like your training. Oh, right. Uh, no, not at all. Okay. I think that it's it puts me into the gym more. Okay. Um, I think that's the edge I have as an agent compared to the other agents is that I know the game. I'm in the game. And uh, I know these fighters intimately. Okay. When did you have your first fight? Oh, 2011. Oh, wow. Um, 12 years, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. In Houston, Texas. I'll never forget it because I'd only been training for four months. And it was actually the match- matchmaker of UFC now, Mick Maynard. He owned a uh, promotion called Legacy. And it was my first fight. And I remember one of my old coaches or promoters, some, they're like, you're only getting this fight because you're pretty. And I was like, <laughs> I was wow. like, all right, that's not the first time I'm hearing that. So we go into the fight. She's like five fight experience. And I'm telling you, my technique is disgusting. It's like, <laughs> I'm just wailing, but I think my heart won the fight. And uh, she retired, actually, after the fight. Wow. Yeah, so after that, I was just, like, um, addicted. I was just okay. happy. So when you did that, got in the ring for the first one, yeah. um, and you were asked, and you said, yes, I'm going to do this. Um, yeah. Did you feel you were ready? Or just like, you know, I'm just going to take a chance. Just wherever it lands, this is where I land. Man, I've always been a daredevil, you know? Like, at four years old, I'd jump out of a tree. I mean, who's ever really <laughs> ready to jump? You know what I mean? I've always been that person, the do-it-scared person. Like, whatever scares me the most, I think I do. So, um, yeah. The no, adrenaline I, rush. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't... Uh, yeah, I wasn't scared. I was like, let's fucking do it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. So moving here, <laughs> eight years old. Yeah. I've read it's actually six. Six yeah. years old. Okay. So I did some of your bio. Seven, you're one of seven. Is that correct? Or one of nine. Nine. Okay. Okay. Seven wow. girls, two boys. Man, wow. How is that, by the way? Um, I'll tell you, you learn uh politics really early on. I've known how to navigate people my entire life, you know? It's a lot of people to navigate in one in one family, and you learn how to get your way. You learn what not to do to not get your way. I mean, you've learned a lot from it, but okay. it's incredible. My sisters are actually really impressive, so, like, I'm, I'm, it's a blessing to have all of them. Where do you fit along the lines? Where I'm the you? youngest. Okay, so this what? is why, the, see, I was going to say, yeah. the scrappiness and the fighting. The this chip on my shoulder mm-hmm. comes from it. You know, when yeah. you're the youngest, they're like, ah, nobody's going to be for advice. Nobody's going to be for, you know, anything. Yeah. So I've always had a chip on my shoulder to prove myself. And that's why early in my career, I was so successful because nobody thought I was going to be good, especially I fought when women weren't really fighting. Yeah, that's yes. true. You know, and they were saying, oh, it's pretty, oh, Instagram, oh, photo shoots. And, and I mean, they still do it now, but... Um, yeah, the chip on my shoulder really got me through. Okay. Do yeah. you think that um, that kind of sets you apart from the other women in the UFC or in fighting in a whole? 
Um, I think that, uh, I mean, we all have a story, right? Fighting mm -hmm. is something that like, it's it's within. It's not like, you can have all the skill in the world, but I always say there's martial artists and then there's fighters. When you guys, even people that don't know MMA, you watch and you know which one's fighters and which one's okay. martial artists, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so all of us have a story, but I mean, mine was just ridiculously challenging, okay. but which made me such a firecracker. And uh, so I think that's what set me apart um, from everybody else. And I wasn't really scared of anything, honestly. That's great. That's I really love great. that. How, go ahead. Do you have anything coming up? So I am I just fought recently, I mean, last month, a month or so ago. And right now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, it's, I'm pretty transparent on social media. So everybody already knows I'm going through a lot of uh, uncertainty and self-doubt self -doubt in the fight game. And, uh, knowing that you have so much more but uh when to call it quits as an athlete is honestly the most difficult yeah thing to do um so that's what i'm going through right now and i'm going to take time doing it and and i don't really rush clarity i'm going to wait till it comes and and make my decision then. Okay. i love that and it's never too late to change your mind i mean mm -hmm. look tom brady retired and now he's, he's yeah. back yeah, i gotta yeah, read yeah. up on that i heard that today I yeah, yeah. That, sometimes so. you gotta step away mm -hmm. to dive in to get clarity mm -hmm. you, know? you know what i mean so, so right but you also have all I'm these other now. avenues now which right. is you're still in it which is right. good for you because you're staying around the sport yeah i've been doing a lot of work through these years i i actually have a my tv show's premiering tonight on discovery channel what oh, yeah. what this is it mass, yeah. 8 p.m uh tonight on discovery plus but um so i shot a passion project last year and i went to india and i am a mentor on a show where we find india's ultimate warrior and we Man, we, I can't really say what the challenges are, but let me tell you, it is the hardest, like toughest. We really tried to break these people. Okay. And they really surpassed our uh, expectations. How um, long were you there for shooting this? I was there for six weeks shooting in the mountains Man. of wow. India. And what really caught my eye was how um, women are just now breaking out in that culture. And so seeing those girls on, it was very important for me to join the project because I was the only female uh, mentor. Okay. Like the only female that's in like the top, uh, parts in the show. So, um, it was important for the girls to see that. So it was really fun. That sounds amazing. That comes out tonight, that. guys. From well, I mean, this is recorded, but we'll yes. plug it anyways, and we're gonna yeah, have like you're yeah. gonna have a bunch of like. It's influence. a series, so it'll yeah. be ongoing, okay. and Good. you can watch me, uh, uh, you know, intimidate some more men on there. That's awesome. I um, love well, it. Gonna... How how were the guys with you? Oh, they were obviously underestimating me. A couple will cut me off a couple of times, <laughs> but some were really respectful, of course. But I think that everything, I don't ever judge or I never um, think about things from the beginning. I let the whole process happen. And throughout the process, in the end, we're just all respectful peers in the end and I gained their, their respect and, and it was all great. Do you feel like a lot of times you have to like, almost prove yourself to like gain respect. Like you walk into a room and. Yeah, but I thrive in it. Yeah, that's yeah. that chip on her shoulder she was I talking thrive, about. I yeah. thrive in it. Nothing's more validating than that, you know? Especially when like, you win them over too. Right. I hear you. Right, and then, you know, it, just as humans, we hear things we don't believe them. We hear things we don't believe them. And then there's always that one shift moment where you're like, oh shit, this is real. I love seeing that face. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing that reaction. Like, oh shit, she's the real deal. And I don't mind being patient till I get there. That's I great. love that. Wow. I love that too. Yeah. I feel like I, you just, 
would never know. And this is mm-hmm. what I always yeah. say with like fighters, like right. people underestimate people all the time and you right. really like, you never know. Right. So, I, I like to even play into it, like under promise and over deliver. Yeah. Because I love, like I said, that shock value of, of, uh, I think people really learn more that way. You I know? agree. Th- mm-hmm. Those, those moments mm-hmm. stick to you in life. Yeah, they're definitely wow. like big, big learning moments for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're kind of super infectious. I mean, look at you right now. Like, it's her, she glows, right? <laughs> right, she's got this energy yeah. About you. It's, it's just the like, highlight. wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you have this great energy and everything as well. Thank you. Um, Jamie, we're going to, uh, because this is all tying into what we're going to talk about. So okay. I want to talk about, you know, you're in Survivor and then also yeah. like how you got into, um, you know, your kickboxing and Muay Thai, if that's okay, and stuff Let's as well. Do it. But, but our, so the episode title is called It's My Life. How to take control of your destiny and your own life. You have to find empowerment within yourself in order to achieve success in one's life. Right. And I know that, you know, just researching you and things like that, you exude this empowerment. I know mm. that you're an advocate for women and quite frankly, just everybody. I mean, yeah. I'm, I can learn a lot from you like we all can. So, yeah, um, thank you. so I'm really excited to talk to you about that. And um, yeah. off that note, if we may, how did we get into kickboxing and Muay Thai? How did you start? So I was uh, from 16 for like four or five Five years, I was in a really abusive relationship physically. Okay. And so um, I think to to kind of uh, summarize it up, I felt like I had no voice and no power, kind of just lost, you know, kind of a shadow. So when he went to prison for it, actually, mm. um, I, I, I was like, oh, you know, this is what people don't understand. Mm-hmm. You get free of this abuse, right? And it's even worse than being in the abuse. Because now you're here alone. What do you do? There's nobody. There's nothing. Right. Um, but so I went and took a class. I was okay. like, I'm going to take a class and I need to beat the shit out of something, you know? Oh. And then it was like the most dramatic thing ever. Like I went there. I swear I think the bag was rigged or already beat up. But I was like kicking it. Worst technique ever. I hit the bag and like the guts of the bag fell out. Oh my god! Like I really wish somebody would have caught that. But um, anyways, I took the class and uh, the coach was like, oh, you got to train to fight. And, and that's that, how it started. That was it. Wow. wow. Now, did you have a little bit of, um? because I know with kicking and everything as well, um, yeah. flexibility and all that stuff as well. Were yeah. you already doing something to... <laughs> <laughs> no, my family could never afford, you know, we we were we come from humble beginnings, we're refugees, so we couldn't afford sports, but You can I climb f- a tree though, I bet. I grew up in Oakland, California. So I yeah. fought San Jose uh, and Oakland, California, the Bay Area. So I fought a lot. Okay. You know, I always joke around I'm like hundred and fifty and three in street fights. Anyway, wow. so. <laughs> so you're like a little scrappy like yeah, from the gut. Yeah, you know, from like them making fun of how smelly my food is to my accent to all kinds of things right. and uh, people just trying me and uh, I've always been like this. It's nothing new. It's just, um, it's just on a bigger scale now. Now she yeah. found an outlet and she's literally yeah. making money on it. Honestly, so I was great. like people, when I saw Misha Tate, which is now my teammate, kind of surreal, but I saw Misha Tate fight Rhonda and I was like, wait, we make money off of this? I was like, I could totally <laughs> do this. <Yeah. laughs> I was like, I could totally do this. That's when you know you really love what you do, by yeah. the way. I feel like every aspect of life, you know, especially when it comes to work, like we were discussing on yeah. one of our past episodes, we were saying, if you don't love what you do, why are you doing it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And I always say, if you're passionate about whatever you're doing in life, the right. money will come. Mm-hmm. And oh, this yeah. is just like an testament to, yeah. to that. Like yeah. who would have thought? Yeah, You know, that's like her personality where she, you know, happened to fit in and now yeah. she's literally made a career out of it and you're inspiring other young women. Okay. And with the abuse, like, it's so shitty to say, but mm-hmm. the, the truth, like, in a way, it's such a blessing because I feel like you are going to be 
such a, a pivotal in all these other young women's lives that come to you Thank because you. having experienced that yourself, mm -hmm. you're going right. to be able to help so many people. Right. right. Especially help them recognize the signs earlier on too. And that's, I feel like that's huge with like, I, I think like saving lives. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I always felt like th there's, there's like these cards you dealt with and then things happen. Right. And I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was like, you know what? I always say, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Am I going to go through the abuse and then let it take me and then, I'll, you know, just live like a medial life and then never get my story told and then it's sad and then I pass away and no legacy? So I was like, you know what? You're going to make this worth something. Mm -hmm. So like from fighting my for my life to fighting for people, mm -hmm. I, I had to. I, I literally, I kid you not, it was not by accident. I sat down as like a 22-year-old and I like drew out this grand dream and this grand like headline of my life and it finally became my life wow, wow. she manifested it look i have chills i know oh, that's, thank that's, you. you said that so yeah. well by yeah. the way so yeah. how did it so in that notion like you said when you were obviously getting out of something and then getting into something that invigorated you and now you find this new spark in your life um were you living by yourself around this time did you have family around you or yeah so um i um so when I came out, I stayed at a, uh, when he got locked up, I hmm. stayed at a women's shelter. And that's okay. why I worked really, I work really closely with the humans, uh, women's center now. How Houston's old were you school. when you were in the shelter? Uh, 19. Okay. Wow. Uh, so I was in the shelter for a while and then I got a bartending job, um, and then saved enough money to get an apartment, down payment for an apartment. And my life's always been like that. It's been like this, these steps that you got to do. It's never really, a lot of people are like, oh. That sucks. What are you gonna do now? I was like, I don't really think of what just happened. I'm just like, okay, one, two, three. You know, like, what are we mm -hmm. doing now? And that's always been the case. So I was 19, shelter, um, apartment, and then lost my apartment, and then found MMA. Okay. And then I lived in the gym. So I was selling memberships and cleaning the room, the gym, for in exchange to train there. That's how badly I wanted to be a fighter. Wow. Dedication, determination. Um, how long were you in the shelter before getting out? just like five months okay yeah. yeah so when you when you did all this for the mma at that point in time yeah. um when uh, like calling wise moving over to like the asian that's later on in your career like, right it's only mm -hmm. been the past five 2000 i think i got signed 2017 18 okay um i was four and old then as a pro it was right after survivor okay okay yeah i signed right after survivor so um i was offered actually i talked to the ufc as well but I um I just thought about it and I just felt like I wanted to make an impact on women women in Asia because especially in my country in Vietnam there's no MMA yet uh, actually we just I just me and one championship and Martin Nguyen we just legal helped legalize MMA in Vietnam this oh, past that's year great. Yeah. yeah congratulations on that yeah, yeah so I just honestly I've just always chased uh, purpose you know so um, that led me to one okay I thought I would make more impact over there than here. Wow, yeah. that's good. Do you um, think that you are making an impact over there with what you've done already? I definitely think so. I'm constantly trying to do things like active. I'm like, what can I do to help? Because like, I also work with Saigon Children. I work with a lot of nonprofits. But honestly, all those things that I'm trying to do, the biggest impact I've ever made is just being there. The representation matters. Like them I watching agree. me on TV matters. Like you, like just being a woman doing these things, mm -hmm. it, it matters mm -hmm. because like I didn't know until Misha Tate was fighting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. 
you don't know until you see it, you know, and, and you never think it would be your life. I always say like time is our biggest gift that we can give. So it's not about like sending the check or the mm -hmm. money. That's mm -hmm. good and it helps. Right. But I think like definitely volunteering your time and right. getting your hands in there and like, right. like real involvement like that right mm -hmm. that goes a long way and right. especially when you're working with like young kids like these kids are going to remember you forever so like you're definitely making an impact yeah it's crazy how um i try not to, i used to downplay myself all the time like oh you know they have a lot of volunteers blah blah until i did uh i also work with this nonprofit in jamaica where we built sports park for kids and we bust them in every year we go and then the second year you go these kids are the same person and they remember you yeah. Yeah. and they grow and they have the same shoes you gave them last time mm -hmm. so now i don't downplay myself because every little thing you do makes a huge impact to somebody else because if you downplay yourself you're downplaying them mm -hmm. and yeah. your impact on their life you That's... know what i mean so being humble for me has really changed the meaning i am no longer in need as, as a woman it's a big growth too to not worry about being so humble, mm -hmm. you know, uh, being aware, yes, being grateful, yes, but you don't need to always be humble. You you can stand in in what you're doing and, and be have proud a voice. Of it. You know, yeah, yes. you can yeah. be proud of it and say, you know, I do all these things, and they make impact, and right. that's okay. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh, that's that's been that's been cool. That sounds all that. amazing. So, all right, tell us a day in the life of B. What does <clears throat> B do every day? Uh, B wakes up. Okay. I, I wake up. I work out. I try to work out. Early in the morning, I start my days early, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then I write, I journal, I coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I like it that it's after all the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, all the hard stuff. And then um, I have a conversation with myself every day. And then uh, I start my work and work for me is whatever is at the time. TV, okay. writing, um, fighting. It's, it's always constantly everything. But my routine in the mornings remains the same. I always have that conversation with myself. Good. What so does that look mm -hmm. like or sound like? Uh, so a conversation with yourself is, um, I don't know if you ever feel this way, but when you have conversation, like we're having a conversation right now, mm -hmm. the words, um, the facial expressions you're giving me from my words and vice versa, we remember these more than the thoughts we have fleeting in our head to ourselves. Yeah. So I basically just um, have a physical conversation with myself. So what I do is I write down questions mm -hmm. and then I answer them and another question and I answer them and then I read them back to myself and that's the conversation that's to ourself. Where it, did you learn that or did you kind of create that? I created it because um, I was driving myself insane being an overthinker. Mm. And it just started, un like, it was just a bunch of shit in my head. Yeah. And just circles and circles. And then I would try to come back and pick up where I was thinking before, but then I wouldn't remember because it's, it's in my head. Right. Um, so I started writing these things down and then clarifying them. And then now I'm like, okay, questions. And then um, I reminded myself one day there was a shift. I have these shift moments, and I think they're important. But I, I uh, when life started getting good, I forgot why I did it why I'm doing things. So I remembered, oh, you're doing this for the girl that didn't have the voice, the one that was getting beat back in the day. So now, in order to keep in touch with myself always, I have these conversations. And you check in. Yeah, I check, check in. in. Yeah. I check in, yeah. Okay. I like that. I need to start writing stuff out like that that's because I get the I think this, it's I important. That that's why I, I say journaling mm -hmm. is yeah. such a like key right. proponent to like our growth. Yeah. Right. I think that's so. what the conversation is, is a step further than journaling, journaling. Because journaling, you're putting it out on paper. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the paper's receiving you. But these conversations, you put it out and you 
take it back in. Okay. You reread. So okay. it's not like an outlet. So it's, it's almost like even asking yourself like the hard questions sometimes hard and things like questions. that. It's most of the time we know the we answer and we, to. Well, yeah. I think sometimes we don't answer them. Like these right. questions present themselves mm -hmm. and then it's like on repeat. So she is actually problem solving yes. in, in a way. And it, it helps self-confidence because we always look outwards to answers. Yeah. And it's so common that like the more you answer your question yourself, obviously you need to be aware and outsource, but um, these, the more you answer it, the more you give yourself empowerment. I'm like, oh, I fucking know this shit. Right. Like I have the answers to my life. Like I don't need to go searching for a man or a friend or these things. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I said, sometimes it's right there in front of you. If yeah. long as you're just willing to just uh, admit it <laughs> or, yeah. or what, what open up to the idea. Yeah. Yeah. God, I spin in my head so much sometimes. I'm just yeah. like dizzy sometimes. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, do you think you overanalyze? I mean, it's not overanalyzing, but I think for me, it's one of those things where it's, I just have so many questions and not really doubts, but just so much I want to do or so mm. much that I think I'm not doing. And yes. then it's become self-doubt. I said, oh, sorry, just actually, I just did. I spoke out loud. I've said, mm -hmm. no, I don't have doubt. And I said, now it's self-doubt. Yes. Yeah. So I do do that. I spend some, I can spend myself silly sometimes. It's the downside mm -hmm. of ambition. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. A, ambition is a double-edged sword. Right. You know, and it's always there when I'm by it. myself. Like it's like during the day, like now I'm fine. But when I'm by myself, I start, that's when it starts first. So I should just write them out. Now I'm going to try that. write them out. Right. And, and she's say right it about, out loud. But it's right about the journaling because I can journal all day, but she's right you're just putting you're out just the, leaving it there. right yeah. yeah you don't bring it back right. in okay yeah right. it's like a circulation like, i'm a fan know. of that yeah, i'm gonna circle it. back to myself later today <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know? <laughs> i like it too now you've inspired me <laughs> right? i will I'm warn gonna be you having though. conversations in the mirror yeah you're gonna be like who the fuck are you talking right. to yeah, myself bitch. like i'm talking myself. to myself it's <laughs> the most important person myself if you get a dm from me i'm like b i did it today i talked to myself she's like who the fuck is this guy talking so i'm like no you know, the funny thing is, it's so sidetracked, but growing up in the streets, I had this one lady give me the best advice ever. If you ever feel um, uh, in danger, you know, with people around you, start talking to yourself because nobody wants to mess with a crazy person. That's very true. <laughs> so yeah. she'll just start so chatting true. with herself. Yeah. That's very, very true. Yeah. Man, that's great. Well, I want to know more about, so let's let's delve into your Survivor. How did you get on Survivor? Mm, yes. The 37 seasons. This show's been on for freaking ever, man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start feeling... I you know, sometimes I start feeling like people are going to start thinking I'm making this shit up. <laughs> um, but I just think I'm highly favored, you know, by God. But um, so um, the same day I got the call. So honestly, they, they recruited me through Instagram. Okay. But I was thinking nothing of it. They wanted me to go on The Bachelor. I said, absolutely not. I'm not swapping split with 20 girls. Um, and I'm not vying for his attention. If you want to circle back at me being The Bachelorette, please do. Thank anyway, you very so much. I, yeah, yeah, so I turned it down. And then we talked through this. I love this casting director. But we talked through things. And she was, she was like, oh, challenging physically, mentally is Survivor. You would love it. Um, then my dad was in the hospital. The same day I got the call that he passed away was the same day the casting director called me, literally on the opposite line, saying, you got the role. Um, usually people audition for Survivor, but mm -hmm. the thing is they recruited me. So it's a quite different. Like yeah. he, she was like, they want you now. And then the other end was like, he passed away. And so I'm sitting there at the gym, actually, and I just put the phone down. I went and finished my roles. That's how I. Oh, that's how I man. deal with things. I yeah. put it down. I go finish what I'm doing. I come back, and I'm like, "What would Dad do?" My dad used to buy lottery tickets every day. It would piss us off, right? Because he'd be like, "Oh, B, there's nine of us. You get a car. He's like Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. If I win the lottery, buy us a big house, and by like a couple of years, I'm like, Dad, you know the money you spent on lottery? We would have already bought a house, right? 
But point being is he's such a dreamer, such a dreamer. So I was like, damn, dad would say yes, hell fucking yes to the show. So I said, I, I called him back, yes. And then I said, okay, mom, I'll be there. So funeral survivor out to Fiji. Wow. Done in Fiji. Yeah. Right. And, and then how was the mm-hmm. show? For oh, you? man. <sighs> Let me tell you, I was a critic because I'd never been interested in reality shows. Now I'm on three. But <laughs> um, it was the realest thing. It was the hardest thing I've ever done, honestly. One of the hardest things I've ever done. We went through three cyclones. Our season was nominated for Emmy because our season was just so hard. Right. And it really was a humbling moment for me because... All that I've been through, you know, we go on podcasts where you guys ask about my life. People are so interested in me. I'm talking about being a badass. So I go in there and I'm like, I'm a badass. I can do this. And you have these doctors, these robotic uh, scientists. You have these uh, tech people who are tougher than me in half of these situations. And then I realized I was like, tough is not like a thing we are. It's how much we want something. Mm -hmm. These people were fans of Survivor since their first season. They've been auditioning for 10 years so it wasn't that i was tougher they wanted it more right at the end of the day you're not tougher than anyone it depends they just didn't want it as much as you yeah you know what i mean like i just wanted to thrive more than most people so that's why i'm tough Mm -hmm. them i was there it was freezing i was like why the fuck am i on this show (laughs) freezing i could be doing something else you know and like a lot of fans give me slack for it but i've always been an honest person i'll always be honest so i was on here just respecting the people next to me, a skinny girl, no athleticism, whatever. And she's like, she got pneumonia and she was just toughing through it. Dealing with it. And I just had so much respect. And I was like, oh, you know, this is great. It was hard. Right. Needless to say, I tore my, uh, I tore my MCL, retore it because I had already torn it. And then so I, I left the show. Oh, man. Okay. Oh. So you get your full potential how, on there. How many yeah. weeks were you out there or how long were you out there? <clears throat> so the, Whole filming is five weeks. five weeks. I was only there for fourteen days. That's how early I got two injured. weeks, but yeah. still. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I was, and I, I wasn't getting voted out, so this kind of sucks. Like you know, I wasn't like close to being done, and I was right by the merge where they do individual challenges, which I probably would have killed. Yeah, okay. but again, I don't know. These people are like really wanting it, but yeah. So okay. that was the survivor experience. It was really cool, and on the island. Butterflies were following me everywhere. Wow. And That'd like, be amazing. That's got to be young. dad. Yeah. Right? Just for the location I think so. itself. That's got to be so. dad. It was literally I'll sit on the beach and it would just be butterfly, 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 butterfly. Yeah. Crazy. Got your back. Yeah. Wow, I your love dad that. sounds amazing, by the way. Yeah. Just like, I always yeah. have, um, I know this sounds so crazy, but um, butterflies on the range. So oh, they really? always like find me and yeah. people are like, there's never butterflies right. on yes. the, the well, gun range. Well, because it's so out there too. That's why but I would they never. Always, like, that's great. They always That's great. That's amazing. Me. Like one time, I, I'll, I'm going to send the video, Travis. I got up um, and they're like, load and make ready. And there was like a big thing of butterflies. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was just like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's but crazy. Sometimes it'll be like, you know, one or two. Yeah. Um, but this was like a whole little yeah, really. It's not I think they're so magical. And mm-hmm. um my the guy that I was dating at the time, he was like, Whenever I see a butterfly, I feel like it's my brother because his brother it's Joe's brother. Okay. He had passed okay. away. Wow. Right. So I'm like, Oh, your brother was on the range with me today. Very symbolic. Mm-hmm. Very symbolic. So yeah. yeah. That's incredible. I would love to witness that. Yeah. I don't get any butterflies around me. Damn. Wow. Damn it. 
Let's get gnats and what? shit. What the hell? <laughs> Have some more conversations with yourself. I, mean, I think I will. I'm going to put it out there now. I want more butterflies. That's one of the <laughs> one of the questions in this conversation is why aren't there butterflies? Yeah. Around? <laughs> <laughs> I do get a lot of bees around me, and you're Aww. a bee. I do because I mean I'm I'm on the tennis court, so bees are attracted to tennis courts for me. So there's they tons are? of bees all the time. I actually want to learn how to play tennis. If you guys know anyone, he's Vegas. a tennis pro. We got, no. I need a bee. Oh I need to tell you, Let's bees are always it. around me. Yeah. So this I'll show you how to choke a motherfucker out. I need that. Oh my god. No? Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. I'll step on someone, but I don't know if I'll choke someone out though. But I want to learn. Uh, stepping yeah. doesn't do anything. I know, but okay. you know, it's just saying, B. God, girl. <laughs> stepping doesn't do anything. Do you think if you were like dating someone and they got aggressive, would you be able to get away? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant sexually. Not I'm just no. no I'm just asking. You said no, that. I absolutely. Mean, but you know, sexually also, yeah. like we take backs, like we clench, we clamp our knees a lot, and right. we like grab and pull. I had this one guy once where we were having sex and i like i like clamped him down uh -huh. you know what's like normal for people but i was extra strong in this position so like and also you know like during sex sometimes you communicate you're like oh um uh, don't uh, don't leave or like come closer or whatever <laughs> i'm just like mm. that push and pull <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even have to use her words she just uses her right. body yeah, if right. i like want you off me or come closer it's gonna happen God. so see that's oh, what i thought you were talking gosh. about because i mean i'm such a guy you say aggressive i think sex because i don't i don't have aggression and you know so no. for me i was like oh sexually yeah that's something no. like what do you do like 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 let's well squirt. maybe like, i'm gonna scrum. need a session too then right. yeah girl <laughs> 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 yes, oh my god so where's your family like now i know you said a lot and possibly her all over i'm sure now all that, over mm -hmm. we we kind of just incredibly ambitious women but um you know how you know life just you always circle back to family so okay we moved all over hong kong colorado alaska me and houston um paris uh, poland but we all ended up we're all near uh, my mom's in oceanside okay. california and now all of my sisters are moving back there and I'm in Vegas because I can't afford it, California. <laughs> um, yet. 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 Unless yet. she wants to be yeah. there. Yeah. Write it down, be Write it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I want to buy near my mom and it's okay. incredibly expensive in San Diego right now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, all of my sisters are circling back there. So okay. that's where we all, we're all here in West Coast. It's funny on how like you want to, you know, when you get to a certain age in your life, you just want to just go away and just be away yeah. and just, you know, thrive on your own. But yeah. you, for some reason, you just kind of circle kinda back. Everyone kind of comes back. Yeah, yeah, because you realize you know like you go look for who you are and then you realize who you are is right here right you know? i think there's this one quote i always use when i was younger i ran away from my problems a lot just because i didn't really have coping skills right so uh one of the quotes that really sat me down was wherever you go that's where you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. I love they said, that I think that sounds like uh, home is where, you're, where, where you your lay, heart your heart is. is or yeah. Or so. yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel the same because uh, yeah. I live out of a suitcase. Yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. always all over and people are always like, don't you ever just miss being home? Yeah. But I was always in the mindset is like, no, home is like where my heart is. Mm -hmm. And right, right now my heart is here and this is where I want to be. This right. is my home. Right. So I've kind of looked at every little space as a home. Yeah. But then as her and I were talking before the show, there's something in me right now mm -hmm. that really wants to like stay put. Same. So I've been all over the place that yeah. now I'm looking forward to kind of like the slowdown and yeah. I've started yeah. saying no to where okay. before I was like a yes ma'am. So it was okay. always like, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to like, no, okay. no, because yeah. I'm really enjoying like my time here. calibrating yes yeah, yeah you right. need time you to calibrate earlier, yeah. yeah and for mm -hmm. me it's not really home obviously like i feel like you too when i was traveling i felt fine i didn't feel lost so I, like it's not a home thing it's a roots thing yeah, yeah. you know i just want to plant my roots and recalibrate real quick especially when you have so many questions in your life it's not like 
it can't solve them all at once. It's really not the questions are the problem. Mm-hmm. It's you. And then so I think we both need a recalibration. Yeah. Do you yeah. both feel like, um, like you know, it's, I was off that. I was thinking like a fueling situation. You know, like you just feel like you just run out or tapped out in a way to where you need to. But you're talking about the calibration. It's, yeah. I feel like are you are you feeling like you're just like okay, I just don't have enough to just get that energy back because uh-huh. we all need a fire to burn in order to continue right. on a path. Like you traveling yeah. and doing what you're doing, you especially for what you're doing. I think that um, you know, when you, the older you get, I think women or just people <clears throat> like us who are ambitious, we, we train our brain to not listen to our body. Mm-hmm. So like if something happens, I'm like, I can do Let's let's go. What else I'm we the need? same way. Let's go, I can't go. slow down or stop. Okay. Right. But I learned recently, this is the first time it's ever happened to me. The last camp, I never told anyone actually. Um, I was like breaking down crying once a week, just full of depression. Okay. Couldn't get out of bed. And I've never been like that before, ever. And I had no answer for it. And I didn't know why. And I realized because I didn't have roots, I was tired. I was burning at all, both ends. And so my body was literally telling me, like, chick, like, we can't do this for you anymore. Um, And so now I, this is the next evolution of me is collaborating with my body. Okay. And with my mind, you know, like, like, you can't, like, we're just running them dry. Like, you know, you work so much. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're learning how to check in with yourself yeah. more um, mm-hmm. on that aspect now. Physically. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. I've always been good mentally, but physically now I'm like, there's like chemicals, you know? Like I They say everything's intertwined. Right. So like, mm-hmm. um, like even for instance, my eye. I have a freaking sty in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I was in Hawaii when it first started, but then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get my, I want to get my shoot done, so I don't care. So I'm like, oh, like makeup, get my work done. And then I had a video shoot. I'm like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do the commercial because my eye is jacked up. No, we'll just, we can sidetrack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done. Yeah. And it was like here. And then, so I haven't taken the time to respect my body. So my, yeah. I feel like my body is not respecting me back. Yeah. And then now it's like my shoulder. So in yeah. PT, they're like, do you have any injury? Do you? But I think it's like emotional. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like my body's way of saying like, hey, you're doing a little too much right. and you need to like, reel it back in so you can give her this advice something inside of me Mm -hmm. sometimes that i just can't stop yeah Yeah, you can give her this advice because in the car she literally said off of this note she Mm. goes you know maybe i should take five days off or something like she's contemplating but it's not fully set in yet because you know you have stuff to do but she literally was like maybe i should take five days off and well that's what happens when you're ambitious is like but i don't want to yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like you know, the biggest balance that goes like in my journal over and over again is the balance between self-accountability and self-compassion. And I think our teeter, t- our self-accountability is so great, but our compassion is so low. Mm-hmm. So like learning how to balance it back and forth is really But you mean cool. compassion for your own self yes, though, self right? Yes, self-compassion. Right. I can mm-hmm. see Just that. like yeah. it's okay, it's okay, like yeah. you're, it's fine. Just like okay. even you when you're Not, like uncertain, like am I doing enough, am I doing yeah. enough? You know, you got to have a balance balance of like smelling the roses this is what my girlfriend and i were talking about the same thing but in a different same situation um like the other day like two days ago i was like she goes chris you know you don't have to play so much tennis anymore and i'm like but that's what i do and that's you know and that's how i make my money but i and and it's like and she goes you don't have to is what i'm saying we're fine you know we're we're fine you don't have go explore your influences go explore this and i'm like but i can do it all i can still do it and she goes Take time out so you can focus on the next step in your life. Right. And I don't know how to do it. So right. listen to you girls. It's like I need to write it out, yeah. talk to myself, yeah. burn it up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, or, do it you know, all. 
you you're blessed with a partner mm-hmm. so like i'm single so i have to have these conversations with myself but um hearing yourself but also hearing her too you know you have like yeah. a, another person really honestly having that conversation with you well when i hear it three times you know like, especially <laughs> like, you know, like i said when yeah. you all of a sudden you're in it and you hear it over and over, it's like i do yeah. i am the one who actually goes yeah. i need to listen to that you know, clearly or, yeah. like the universe mm-hmm. is sending you a sign you're <laughs> yeah. not listening wow. but you know what you need to do you're you're just not doing I know, that's the so, thing yeah um partner do you mm-hmm. want to partner yeah okay you know i've been like i'm quite private this is the most private thing of my life is my dating life but i date a lot okay um I have, yeah, do I've, tell. Had, I've had yeah, two, we're all like <laughs> yeah i've had two short relationships recently and what is short uh, like four months five months okay. yeah uh, but commitment um i date a lot because okay. I'm I don't I'm not a quitter you know and I'm not ever jaded like I I never think that things are happening to me or the guy's bad I don't do those things mm-hmm. yeah um I'm just like whatever on to the next so I date a lot okay yeah okay, so the- what what is what is what was like the turning factor like how do you identify to move on like it's been four months like what happens um so for me I value uh. I like I, I listen to myself well. So when things don't feel right, I'm okay with leaving it. Um, but I have all the also these accountability um, conversations, which are like, are you scared? Is it, it self sabotage? Yes. Or is it really not working? So I look. I I honestly look at myself. I I think about those things, okay. and it just didn't work out, which is fine. Um, it has yet to work out. But one thing I do think I need to. I think everything is a skill, right? And one thing I have no practice with is sharing my life with somebody. Okay. I've been alone and like working hard all my life. So like, let's say I have to go to New York for a shoot. I forget to tell the person. Like, wait, I have to tell you that I'm heading to New York? Not in permission, but of even course. sharing. Yeah, right. I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole nother person right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> and which is nothing wrong with that as long as they communicate that it's back to you. It's kind of a lot you. of work though right. sometimes. Like yeah. uh, sometimes I don't want to check in. Like right. I don't want to sit on the phone with you all day. Right. Like, but I don't it have doesn't time. have to be work if you're with the right person. Right. What I'm that's at. what you know, I'm looking that's, for. Uh, okay. That's what I was getting at. We, we know yeah. like for you especially, but, um, but in your case as well, it's like you checking in, it's that person going, Hey, you know, right. um, you know, let me know, and right. then and it just becomes right. habitual if you really want to be with that person. Right. And all of a sudden, it's not really something you forget anymore. I mean, my, yeah. like I said, my girlfriend's a doctor. I mean, there's yeah. moments I'm like, you got to let me know what your week schedule's like. Do yeah. you feel like you have a type? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, I do have Des- a type. Describe your type, if you don't mind. My type is. I'm visualizing here. Yeah, visualize. All right. I I love. Uh, uh, melanin so it's like physically I'm attracted to like I don't know Latin Filipino black men like just melanin um, don't care about the height I used to that was immature um, that's physical okay um, <clears throat> um, intellectual if I'm not intellectually yes. stimulated I will be a bad version of myself and patronize you, you or I'll yeah. patronize you and I boss you around like I'm an alpha female and I need somebody to bring out the better part of me right not the, well, not the worst go toe part. to toe with you basically right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. call you on your mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. and then somebody who um obviously is and he doesn't have to be so self-aware but somebody who is active in self-growth is mm-hmm. important to me right like i if you ever say like this is me 
accept it, oh, I will run. That's a dead end. I'll run yeah. for yeah. the fucking moon. Yeah, like right. those, the, those are the things. But honestly, it's very open because I'm like all connection. What made you change your mind on the height thing? Because sometimes I get stuck on that. Yeah. So I used to love tall men. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Yeah. I love like tall men because I feel like I'm tall. Mm -hmm. So if I'm with someone like that's a little smaller, I feel it makes me feel big and I don't like it. Yeah, I, it's just life did it. It's like no actual reason. Okay, so I always dated taller men because like I feel like I'm an Escalade even though I know I'm like a fucking like <laughs> Lexus Pinto or something. <laughs> but I feel like a big body G-Wagon. You know, that's my energy. Right. So I yeah. want to like look up to you. I don't want to look you dead in the eye. This is Got what it. I thought. Girl, you're no yes. Pinto. Let's say that for <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, not. so just scrap that one. But uh, yeah, so I dated a lot of t tall men, NBA players. I've dated like tall, tall, tall men. But then the ones I've really connected with randomly that come out of nowhere, I've always been like 5'9", 5 5'10", 5 okay. 5 okay. And so I'm like, you know what? This is the world telling me like, just not that I'm going for short men anymore, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, like right. it really doesn't matter. And girl, you're 4'11", get a grip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm five feet, like get a fucking grip. But yeah, um, yeah, that's that's really what it was. It was just like, it was time. It was like, whoa, I just realized all the guys I've actually liked are like 5'10". Got it. Oh. Yeah. Still a big dif differential, you know, but yeah, it, it yeah. matches up. And this way you can wear heels yeah. and feel like, you know. But you don't understand my delusion. It's like, <laughs> I dated a guy that like played, you know, for a team here and he was uh, 6'7", I think. Six, Holy no, shit. 6'6"? Six, 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 yeah. 6'7". Okay. Wow. It was I mean, ridiculous. Was it fun though? It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could he just swoop you up? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and the big thing is I couldn't swoop him up. <laughs> That was a big keynote, you know? Like, if I could, like, swoop you up and or, like, hurt you accidentally, that ain't work. Yeah. yeah. See, that's how I feel. Like, I roll over on yeah. someone that's, like, you know, 5'8", and mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, no, I could put, like, he could spider be, legs. He could be 5'8 with a good grip, you know? It's yeah. like 5'8 is short for you, though, yeah. 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 Like, 5'8". And five when I was saying tall to short, I meant, like, still super tall. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how tall are you? 5'8". Yeah, so I would think, like, 6 feet. That's, I think like, yeah, I love six, four. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I just, I feel uncomfortable with someone under six feet, but, yeah. um, the last couple guys I've dated have been under six feet. Oh, so really? then I, I have to like my, I love tall shoes. Mm -hmm. right. So I'm like wearing these little kitten heels right. and I'm like, I kind of like pout about it. Yeah. Like, but you know what? I think like when there are like flaws or oh, you think they're flaws, if they're great enough to make you forget about it, that's when you know it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you're if you still true. remember it and you're still looking at him like, hello, like <laughs> yeah. there, then he's not great enough for you to forget about it. Yeah. But we also, you know? right. This you is very point. true. This is very, she's right on about that. Yeah. I, that's a good one. I also feel like sometimes we just have to let it go. Like you or said. Or maybe I'm self-sabotaging, like she said. So mm -hmm. I'm really not ready to be in a relationship. Right. Well, yeah. that's true too you need time to find yourself yeah. you know and yeah. to fix your eye fuck so off i'm just saying yeah. you talked about it. i'm just My you know eye. we have to like you have to take some time out for yourself right? yeah. we True. all need time out for ourselves so yeah, yeah okay we're gonna sure. we're gonna spend some time with b we're gonna take her time out with, we're gonna stay with mm -hmm. you and take some time out so where are we going we're gonna go somewhere and take some oh, you're gonna out hang together. out with me yeah we're gonna all take some time oh, out together um he's gonna teach you how to play tennis mm -hmm. okay yeah, yeah that and then sure. you can teach me how to talk to myself yeah. As well. And then And then you can teach me how to throw my men around. Oh, you in know bed. what? I was gonna ask you actually. <laughs> I, like I was gonna text you privately, I mean, but we're here anyway. Yeah, I, fuck it. Let's I, just let the world know. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to I wanna get a gun. Let's do it. Yeah, I want mm -hmm. like I don't know which one I would get, but I, I wanna get a gun. So um we'll 
take you to range 702, which is okay. my sponsored um, well, John range. was actually going to take me there. I'm going to take you. Yeah. Um, which I love, John. Like, yeah. um, So I'm going to take you to range 702. Chris okay. manages it, so she's another female. Well, I don't like shooting um, with people, mm -hmm. so we'll have like our own area, and then Amazing. I'm going to bring a variety Yay. for you to shoot so we can see what you feel comfortable with, yeah. and then we'll, we'll go from there. I think you'd be good at it. Deadly girl date is my thing. Yes. <laughs> Deadly girl And then... We'll get you like squared away. You have something for home defense, conceal carry. We can get you your license as well, Yay. so you can um, so you can carry and travel. Yeah, I would love that. Are nice. you gonna go to his um, range day on Sunday? Oh, I didn't hear about it yet. I'm well, I, but no, probably, nobody invited me because I'm not like into gut. Well, yeah. I haven't been, mm -hmm. so like I, I don't think any of the friends thought to invite me. <laughs> so it's it's I think it's kind of a UFC range day, so okay. it's like private. But okay. I'm gonna have um, I'll send you an invite. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go on Sunday, so you're welcome to ride with me, and um, I think Cody is gonna go as well. Amazing. So there's probably there'll probably be a lot of females, friends, and yeah, awesome. your friends will be there that you know. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think you'd love Thanks. it. Yeah, yeah for so. sure. I would yeah. love that. And then we'll we'll link our schedules and do like a private one on one. Cool. Yeah. Good luck with her. She's a tough one out there. This no, one. I like it. Yeah. She's got her stuff down. You do I have like your it. stuff down. Don't downplay yourself. I've seen I, every video I'm like, I'm like, it's just it's impressive. That's all Thank I'm saying. You. It's super anyone who can hold a gun, man or woman, I'm like, it's impressive to me in the way that, you know, because it's it's a skill. Yeah. You, know, you just can't go out there like you said a couple people thought that they could go out there and just shoot like Yahoo's yeah. it's like no it's not about that yeah. I like, love watching those mm -hmm. people though it's typically like uh, so I don't train a lot of males because mm -hmm. the ego mm -hmm. um, messes them up um, and then they want to show me what they can do right. and then oh yeah same at the gym Okay. I'm like, but I kind of go for it. Oh, right, I love it. Right. I love it because then I'm like, okay, well, now let me show you what I can do. Right. So, right. and then I'm like, are, are you ready to listen now? Yeah. Because you just shot like five over there. Uh -huh. But if you listen to me, mm -hmm. then your group's going to be like this. Yeah. I just <laughs> so. I just got so attracted to you and I'm not even like, I'm straight. <laughs> right. I'm super straight. And I was like, all right. So let's do it. Yeah. Oh my God. This is a good That'd match right here. You two. I think you should hang out more and stuff I as like well. It. I like yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Do you like being in Vegas? I just got here, so okay. I don't know. I've okay. done camps here, which mm -hmm. makes me hate it because I can't eat. Okay. I can't drink. Oh, I'm so you like, look at it differently because it's more when you're here for training. It's right. a different mindset. But now I get to enjoy myself. And, and you know, what I love about it is I, 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 I'm not a fan of the Strip. And there's so much more to Vegas. Yeah. And that's what I want to see, like right. the other side of Vegas. And um the people here so okay. i love it and and it's mostly ambitious people here huh because it's so. a desert mm -hmm. people come here for their work people come here to advance in whatever they're mm -hmm. doing so it's like um it's really inspiring to be here yeah. i'm discovering that more and i think more it's as well. a very like transit town mm -hmm. and i always yeah. say if you have like an addictive personality this is not the town for you because right. it'll literally chew you up and spit you out mm -hmm. right um so it's tends to be the people that are a little more like self-sufficient, like motivated that will survive in this town. Because yeah. if not, then yeah, yeah, you're in big yeah. fucking trouble. Like I say, those those casinos, they're not built on winners. So that's for <laughs> yeah. damn sure. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. so, that's for damn um, for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I, I uh, so I've recently got on this dating app. I recently, oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to get <laughs> No, this is so great. <laughs> oh, my God. So I just got on Hinge. And because so this is what happened to me. I tried to sign in I, I tried to sign in some Bumble once and mm -hmm. I was banned for identity fraud because there's so many people stealing my name and picture. Holy shit. What? Yeah, and I definitely can't do Tinder because there's so many 
fake profiles yeah. around there. Mm-hmm. And there's this one dating app called Raya, which is like kind of like a, almost a celebrity okay. <laughs> dating app, which is ridiculous and makes me feel quite pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> but it is safe for us. Right. Like, Do you have to get invited it. to that one though? Yeah. So I always feel like those only are Only 7% ones. get approved. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. I've invited a lot of my girls who are like decent good women mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter like if you don't have if you're not in the industry some way or like an influence or not an influencer but like right in like a celebrity status right like celebrity right? status mm-hmm. like where you need protection um then you don't you don't get invited but um i do like hinge right now because it makes me feel like i don't want to meet celebrities you know? yeah like i want to yeah. meet- what about a matchmaker would you do a matchmaker? But wouldn't they only know people that seek matchmakers? So for girls, like especially for you, because um, I've had a few matchmakers on the show, and literally mm-hmm. like um, they work more for you than you th- would think. Yes. And um, because there's people that pay, huh. and like even for you, if you so pay. So it's serious dates, it cuts out all the bullshit, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not a waste of your time. Right. So you get to vet the men pretty much before you agree to the date. Yeah. So the matchmaker is literally working for you. So you kind of, you meet with her like on FaceTime or whatever. She kind of gets to know you and she'll match you with men and kind of send you their photos and their profiles. And then you can say, yes, well, I want to go to date with him. Men? Because they pay to be with the matchmaker. Yeah. So these so, are all men that are serious mm-hmm. about finding a partner. And it's rare that a woman, <clears throat> you say more men sign up for matchmakers than women do because women can just go into the pool of their matchmaking, which right. is mm-hmm. which is still a win-win. Yeah, but I drown in that pool. I don't, but, you know? But here's the deal. But, if, but if I'm getting <laughs> it. But if you paid for it, though, yeah. yourself, now you're on a different echelon yeah. so tier. But you don't, even, exactly. you don't even have no. to, you don't mm-hmm. even have to pay. Right. Like That's these what I mean, matchmakers yeah. will yeah. literally take you on and find you matches. Yeah. Right. I feel like that might be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give that a shot if yeah. you can connect me. Yeah. I think you're a win-win no matter what. Yeah, so I don't for, know what, so I don't for know real. The is, so you know, maybe unless you they to, like maybe. tall girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's <laughs> some. That. You know, there's some guys that prefer. They don't want taller women. Oh, okay, so. Right. I, I like tall women. I'm but actually I'll sit next to you any day, honey. I'm really so, excited. I'm yeah. I'm sending you one right now. Yeah, I think I think you're a win-win no matter what. So that's yeah. why, like you said, just like I'm, I'm kind of curious still on those last two yeah. guys you were dating and yeah. stuff too. It didn't end. It just it just kind of ran its course. It seems like right correct? and yeah, and it's just like it didn't work out because okay. you know just. And I'm a big proponent on like no, I'm not a big right or wrong person at mm-hmm. all i'm not either i'm just like i'm moving and i'm choosing and i'm choosing and i choose not to or i choose to there was one guy that lied to me and he was like literally had a girlfriend the whole time what and my girlfriend was like and he's actually like well like we're both in the same circle so mm-hmm. my girlfriend was actually like oh he's shit like i hate him but i'm like no i don't hate him I just found out to what capacity he can love and I chose not to right. to engage in it. So like in that narrative, it's kind of like I'm empowered of choosing instead of being fucked over. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know what I mean? Like, I like that mindset. Yeah, because yeah, then it, it gives me no, I have like zero resentment. I literally think I don't have resentment in my life. Like I I don't hate or mad, get mad at anyone because I'm like, I choose to not. I feel like the, I, I'm along the same lines. Yeah. I call it indifference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, and it's such a beautiful space to be in because yes. 
you're just indifferent. Right. It's not... And you're missing out on a lot of things when you start right. thinking that way. Yeah. You miss and, out on so much. And you get insecure. A lot of Because time. if things mm-hmm. happen to you and if they were wrong or you were right and you were wrong and they were right, where do you belong in that? What did you do wrong? What can you change? But if you just feel like, okay, indifference and I'm just moving on, there's something else for me and they'll yeah. find something, then you don't question yourself so much. Super... Be just gave some dating intelligence. I know. That's, 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 that's awesome. We're taking that's that gold. quote. Yeah, that's my new mm-hmm. intro. So, <laughs> with her voice you're, behind you're the intro. You're going to have to pay for that. <laughs> you just lip sync like the TikToks yeah, like, of it. Yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> like, damn, Chris is on spot today. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that's like very that, well that, said. That, uh, that B-roll that you cut out and put on like Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah. That's so <laughs> that's great. funny. Do you do any of that, by the way? Like, do you keep up with all your social media? I do. I, I Actually, if anyone is listening, I'm locked out of my Instagram right now. Okay. And I don't know mm-hmm. why. I think people are trying... I'm, I'm hacked on Twitter, Ugh. locked out of my Instagram, and I have my show premiering, and I can't even promote it. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so... Did you contact um, the person that I sent you for your account? You sent me a person? Yeah. Damn. I did. I didn't. Okay. Because he will. can get your account back. There's two people that I know. Okay. Let me do that. Okay. Okay. okay so. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear or, that. Or, yeah. yeah. So. I think I, I texted you. One is, his name is Sean. I almost didn't go on the podcast because I was contacting her on Instagram. Who, okay. who got a hold of me for you? Eric. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's so yeah. nice. He's such a great him. guy. I love yeah. him so much. I That's why I came to Vegas. Just Eddie Baracco and Eddie Nixon. Eric, Eric Nixon. Nixon. Yeah. Um, you know, like, there's a lot of skilled coaches in the world. There's a lot of people that can do a lot of things. There's a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. posts, yeah. you know. So I go for good people. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. Yeah. I, you, I, so I feel special. Sure. Yeah. I, I really want to see you. I would love to see you if if it you feel like it's in your future, but um, to fight and see Eric in your corner. Because he, so he really talked you up. We mm-hmm. do have plans in that. Um, that's why I'm not retiring. I'm still in because um, after I'm done with my contract, however long it goes, we don't know the future. But I definitely want to do fights here okay. at home with my fans. And like people haven't been able to see me live and the coaches that couldn't come my whole career. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's definitely something. It's okay. not the end of Killer B yet. Oh, it's God. just... You know, I she's feel like it's just the beginning. She's yeah. just blooming a little bit. So I just heard something. So I'm, what I'm hearing is that you can only sign one contract and be in one situation. It, like you can't do something here. It depends on the contract. Okay. So there's some that like have out clauses. So like the smaller promotions would have out clauses. So one FC, one championship or UFC. It okay. gives them the young fighters like a chance. If you get signed by the big, uh, big people, you can go. Okay. Um, um, there's some stingy ones that hold you, but for sure, when you get to the big ones, you have like, to. Like, what are some of the big ones for those so, that don't don't know? For me, the biggest one, if you live in America or the states, the biggest one is UFC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for most, a lot of the world, the biggest one is UFC. But then you have one championship who Americans don't really see as a huge one, but we have the same amount of viewership than as UFC okay. and the same amount of network and th- things like that. And then in, uh, you also have Bellator okay. okay, is a big one. The Gracie's, and then, right? Yeah. What's great is that um, there's more coming up competitively for UFC, which I love because the sport's growing, like Eagle FC. Um, you have Icon Fighting. So for me, it's huge. You're looking at a huge shift in MMA yeah. right now because for young fighters, it's always be-all, end-all was UFC. And if you didn't make it, you're like, shit, that's that's it. That's it. Now I right. got to go p- f- do flooring or like 
carpentry or something, you know. Right. But now they have so many options with these okay. promotions, um, paying more. If I may ask, how do you how do you decide and choose? Like, um, is um, it just because one? Um, sometimes people choose because the opportunity that's the only opportunity they get. I'm sure. Right. But others, how do you? If it's that many now. It depends on you. If you're a hot commodity and you have all these choices, for me as a manager, I would always opt for my fighter to go where their stock is the highest. Okay. Because you, you, people tend to think who's of their stock. Oh, UFC is the highest. So I'm gonna go. Of course. Yeah. But then you become like a low tier fighter, getting paid way less. When they get opportunities, the bigger fighters get it, and not you. Then you go. If you think about where your stock would be the highest, is probably mm. in all business. I think. Yeah. Go where your stock is the highest. You know, even if it's YouTube, instead of going to MTV, where MTV is gonna show you one little bit, and you have right. your own YouTube or whatever the case may be. Okay. I think go where you're you're valued. Obviously, like just. Even in life, go where you celebrate it. And that's why I went over to one. That's great. I love it. Yeah, you seem to really excited about it and like it. Um, but contract-wise, um, it's a year? You said how many years is that? No, it's usually... So some some um, structure it uh, with time. Okay. Which I think is very smart for also young fighters. Because if, if you structure it just with fights, like say you sign... <clears throat> Four fights. That's what I wanted Three to know. Three fights. Mm -hmm. They can. Dr there's no time clause. They can drag it oh, out. I'm wow. giving, I'm giving yeah. young fighters gold right now. But <laughs> they can drag out. Sorry, promoters. <laughs> they can drag out these contracts. Like oh, fight you once a year. Then you're stuck for three, three years, years. And they can use your likeness the entire time. Because wow. this is what us athletes, until we have a union or whatever, um, us, us athletes sign away our likeness to them. So they make money, money off you. Okay. You fight once a year. But if you have a time clause, then let's say you don't fulfill, you don't fight me in three three times that year or that two years, then I can opt out. And this oh. is why you do the agency stuff now too. Yeah, to I've, I've bumped my heads a mm -hmm. lot of times, and especially with the young girls. Um, you know, they're all the power to the women that make money the way they do and, and get sponsors or whatever avenue they want to do and is comfortable with. Good. What I'm advocating for is if you're not comfortable with, I will work harder to find other creative avenues for you to make money. I have no mm. doubt that she can't do it, that. people. Yeah. Yeah. This one with the little chip on her shoulder, she uh. take you places. So at the end of this, would you be, at the end of your contract with one, would you be a free agent? I would be a free agent. Okay. And yeah, I, I although my record has suffered over the last year, um, I think, again, stock is still high in, in mm -hmm. a sense of uh, commercial and skill. So I think I can, I would probably get offers, but, um, who knows by then if I want to just help yeah. others. I think, I think that you're going to get a lot of offers. Oh, I love that. Thank yeah. you. Um, it, yeah, it, it would be nice just to, even if I don't go that route, it'd be nice to see um, the, you know, the value in what you've been doing. Right. The work right. that you've right. been putting out there. You know? Well, so, that's yeah. that's the most value right there because, like, I mean, you've you've worked so hard to get to a certain point in your life. And right. now at the end of this as well, right. I mean, it's we all would want to know. Right. Even if you said, right. I'm going to retire, but you still kind of want to know. Yeah. So I hear you on that. But the, but the tough thing is that I think a lot of young fighters uh, or even uh, long-time fighters put all their value into their fighting. Everything you are is how well you fight. Yeah. And that's dangerous, you know, because things might not work out. So you need to make sure you, you value yourself as a friend, mm -hmm. as a uh, as a influencer, okay. as a sister or whatever. I don't know. I just insert it in there because I think that's the biggest problem these fighters have, these athletes have, is when they run, their careers run its course, they're sitting there with there's nothing left because I put all my value into my sport. Um, so I'm just... 
So diversification is yeah. key. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I was going to ask you earlier. Um, what do you do in your, so we talked about what your day is like, but what is, what is your like hobby? Like, what do you like to do on the outside? Uh, I, Give I, us the silliest one, yeah. by the way. Like, do you knit or something weird like that? No, I don't knit. <laughs> do you knit? I, I just want to know. I did. I used to be a dancer when I was okay. young. Yeah. Right. I've done some professional dance gigs. So I just found, I found out that my old dance team now is in Vegas. There's a Vegas old, I mean like 20 years ago, so they don't remember me. So don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, Millennium uh, Las Vegas I just joined so I'm excited about going back to dancing oh that's great good for you mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and I want to do those sexy heel dance classes oh too. yeah have you seen them oh my god I have a girl I'm going to send you two oh. too with the with the matchmaker, yes. um, but yeah, there's two, and there's actually one that teaches um, in LA. She's amazing. You're better than LinkedIn. So I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you are linked. So Thank I'm gonna you. send you. Well, I can't send you their Instagrams. Have you started a backup just to have, so you can at least get on? No. Well, yeah, I have my business ones. on IG. Yeah, and so I, I can see that no one's hacked mine. Like, nothing's happening to it. Okay. I just can't get into it. I just can't reset Oh, okay. So send me one of your business ones so, so you can at least view these oh, two yeah, profiles. Yeah, and then I'm also going to send you – well, then if you're just lock, locked out, then I'm going to send you Sean's contact because okay. he'll be able to get you squared away. Amazing. I need that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All yeah, right. So. Anything you want to ask this killer bee over here? I mean, I have a lot. I yeah. could keep I her know. here all day. Uh, uh, you are phenomenal. But I'm by the so way. grateful for your yeah, time. Definitely. So glad so. that mm -hmm. we were able to like get you in the studio. And I feel like we need to do like a part two after <laughs> yeah. we get you in the yeah. range. Yeah. We can uh, <laughs> and your tennis lesson. We can dive Yay. into dating a little more. I'll let you know how the Vegas scene is. Oh, okay, that's yeah. yeah. I heard that's a crapshoot in itself. So yeah, that's why you definitely need a matchmaker for that. It's yeah. For sure, I think so. I do. For I never date in in city, which I was telling um christopher is i never have really dated a, i always date long distance me too but now that i'm staying put i don't know so i just recently went out on a date with someone that is here mm -hmm. i think he, he might be at right. your gym yeah. and that's rare for her by the way too oh well. <laughs> now b's gonna be there do you know jd jamie villamore do you know jamie villamore so um yeah so we'll see but it's definitely a little different for me so i, I don't I, I don't know yet difference good yeah all right well, it is. we're gonna put you in the hot seat and then so it continues okay. on the dating path here we right, have a question of the day for you okay all right. all right so hey guys love the show and think your chemistry is a perfect fit Thank you both for always being so open and candid about your own lives. Not easy to share about some of the topics you guys talk about, but gives me hope to be more open to my partner. So off that note, my partner and I have a, been together for seven years and we don't really have the same like interests. We tolerate each other's interests because we love each other. But how do you tell the person that you're with that you want to go to Europe by yourself for a few weeks without them to explore on your own, without having them feel excluded or hurt? That's a new one. Hmm. Yeah. I think this is a perfect one mm -hmm. for you. Really? I think um, I think before you, for me personally, before I even propose what I want, I would explore seeing if that's something they would want. Like, okay. do, do, the, do you feel this way? Do you feel like you want to do something on your own? Because I feel like mm. people would give you more grace if they relate to it themselves. You know, so like maybe he's never asked himself that question. Like, do I want space? Because mm -hmm. he's so used to tolerating the other person. Um, the other person's hobby. So maybe explore that. I would start with like, how do you feel? See where he's sitting at first. And then um, that way it, it kind of puts people's guards down feeling included so that you can express how you feel and what you need. 
And then once again, um, him having a choice. Right. On. But that's pretty scary, I think, to me, because mm -hmm. it the answer is not just telling of the trip or the space. It's going to you're going to be answering more questions than can I go to Europe. You're going to be answering questions like, is this a codependent relationship? Is he going to give me space? Like mm -hmm. how, how are we going to deal with this for the rest of our lives? Is he selfish? Is he thinking of me? Like, There's going to be a lot of questions yeah, that's going to right. open up with mm -hmm. this conversation. Yeah, that's a tough one. I love her analytical mind. Mm -hmm. So deep. Yeah. Thank you. But it's yeah. very true. I think a lot of people um, take things like surface, but like she said, there's... More underneath it all. There's a lot so, okay, so what do you underneath think, it all. Um, this is probably why I'm single, but I mean, um, I would, I would go because I just, um, I think I'm in a space in my life where I'm not like holding back. So if there's something that I want to do, then someone needs to be like on board with me mm -hmm. and support that, that aspect of me. Um, granted there's, um, uh, we need to compromise, but I, I'm not going to give up on things that I want to do to appease my partner because right. that's not really a partnership yeah. right. then we're talking about an ownership and that's not gonna fucking fly for right. me right so the i would start with the conversation like b said and then i think that's a great opener is kind of diving into like how they're feeling yeah. and what they want yeah which that's probably that communication i think mm -hmm. is key yeah, where i, I would have on. where i would have struggled and right. i just learned something from you oh thank yeah. you i think it's so. spot on on what you said and both the, for both sides of it um but you know words in there like tolerating each other for seven years and and not having like right. interests and just doing mm. because the other person right. like if i go That's hey let's dangerous. go to the movies and you don't really like the movies Tolerate. but you go just to go right uh, but i also feel like this is the first time that seems like that she's actually speaking out and going I'm right. going to do this because I know that he's not going mean, to want to do it. I mean, is she really, right. though? Because she's writing the question to us. I know. Well, I guess she's asking. You're right. I feel like she right. needs to go. Um, right. But I also think that it's going to, there's going to be some underlying hurt in there right. as well. Um, right. And even if he says, you know, I'll go with you. But it's like, I feel like if she, if he does it, I think she needs to be the one to say, look, I know that after seven years, we don't like doing the same thing. So I need you to sit this one out. She needs to be assertive and have right. him sit this one out and have her go by herself. Because I think she needs right. this for herself in order to grow. Right. And mm -hmm. maybe at the end of it, in a bad way, I don't mean to say this, but right. you might not want to be with this guy anymore after right. all. I mean, I, I can't Ooh, be with yeah. someone for seven years and just tolerate or something. Or maybe he's been waiting for somebody to take the lead. Of right. Maybe he's been wanting it too. Right. And we don't know the dynamics. So this maybe. is going to open up that conversation. It's, yeah, it's a learning yeah. curve for both of them. Right. Maybe. Maybe hopefully he's like, oh, maybe that's what I need too. Okay. Like I didn't know. Maybe he grew up with a compromising uh, parents. So like this is all he knows. Right. You know what but I mean? But do you like, feel like if he stayed home, let's say she went, they, he finally they had this conversation right. what he said, he has this self-realization while she's gone, yeah. just like she has it when she's gone. Right. You know, so some there's going to be somebody realizing something out of this right. whole situation. Yeah, right? I see and, um, a big potential for growth, but she can't keep it in. She's got to have the conversation. Yeah. So right. I wish we could follow up with these I questions know, and be like, hey, whatever yeah. happened. So, <laughs> yeah. so can, if I can ask, do you think she should go? Yes. I think so, too. Most definitely. Yeah. I think my answer was only to how to converse right. about Which, it. Right. Agreed. Agree right. with you. You mm -hmm. know, because, you yeah. know, reception is important in, right. in communication. But Because um, you're right. There's a lot going on underneath all that for her to even be at this point to ask that. But there's going to yeah. be, yeah. I, that's yeah, a good Yeah, I think point. a lot of missed opportunities are when people are defensive or not. Our guards are up, you know, so I just don't want them to miscommunicate. Um, but she's going to go, right. like you're going. Yeah. You you're, had said something yeah. earlier. I mean, both of you girls did about, um, how, if you're with someone and you know, they're just kind of like agreeable or doing this, you want someone to take charge in certain aspects of whatever the part of the relationship it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and that's, that's, that's the fun of it. That's the beauty. That's the challenge. But right. when one's just sitting back and just not giving much, you know, right. it's just, that's where it's kind of 
gets to the point. Of I where, need that for me. Okay, yeah. Like, do you stay in that though? But seven years, it's like, that's a long time to be just putting up with something. I, like that. I struggle with, like she said, with the quitting. Cause I know in my heart of hearts, I'm not a quitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's like always my struggle. Cause mm-hmm. I want to, so know, you fight for it. I do, but then it gets to a point where, so if someone says to me, oh, you're just quitting, mm-hmm. that's right. like, I hear it kind of like fuels me. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. like, mm. yeah, I, but I, I, I think that's ego though, because you got to think about, are you the only one fighting? Mm-hmm. You know, fighting's cool, but you weren't quitting if you're the only one fighting. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's not, I'm like, mm-hmm. I've been talking, you're just not listening. Right. So I'm choosing me. Yeah. So, right. so I'm so done you're not here. quitting. It's yeah. just yeah. You're, you're, you know, like you're, super intelligent to where like this is I'm, i've been fighting enough it's not quitting yeah. it's moving on yeah, yeah. so this is but what I just this hate, sounds like. like you don't like things not working out because yeah. you're a go-getter you know but the thing is like i've learned with um this is why i just keep rolling through it sounds bad guys but it's i'm okay with things not working out because like um because, you know, you have to also know it's not in control. It's like mm-hmm. a whole nother human being, girl. I like, feel like yeah. we get judged, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what do you mean I'm by like, that? because I feel like we, I think society um, says we need to find our person and stick to our person. So mm. the second that we're like, eh, this isn't working for me, four yeah, months, oh, yeah. on to the next. Oh, yeah. I like this one. And then your friends or whoever's like, yeah. wait, you're dating this person now? Right. I'm so confused. Like, I can't keep up with you. But remember the thing of indifference and I'm like, that she that, said earlier? This is called dating. Well, this is right, actually deeper, uh, if, if you don't mind me mm-hmm. diving deep Get into it, history, is that women aren't ever allowed the grace of choice Mm-hmm. So for eons, women are dying to be chosen. You work to be the best wife possible, the prettiest. The Nowadays, it might look different. It's the same. Oh, I want to make my own money because then I'm an independent woman. But yeah. I also look good. But I'm also badass. And this is speaking for me. I, and then my my I, I'm so good on paper. Like now somebody's got to choose me, you know. But then I forget. We all forget. Like, fuck that. Like we choose. Yeah. And then men forget. Like you know, you're not just choosing me. Like, dude, exactly. I chose not to choose you. Right. Like, Thank women you. have choice now, too. So it's not like now that we're raising daughters, it's not like, um, you know, like when you're softer, people want to play with you. When you're not so bossy, like, fuck that. You know, like, I don't want to play with you. Right. You know, right. that's not my yeah. goddaughter. Is my goddaughter's like, they don't want to play with me, but whatever. I'll play by myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's really how we I like are. it. But yeah. This, this, I think by, it's trauma from. from. But it's, it's instilled in you at a young age. Instilled by the way. in women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Instilled right. in women. Right. And, you know, change right. doesn't happen overnight. So we're still we're still stuck with the, the geotag of the genetic tag of that trauma. I do. If you like, um, if now we're getting real deep, but I do feel like growing up, like, um, like no one ever like fought for me or chose me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny you say that. So I, I acknowledge that, but now I'm the one that's doing the choosing, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I have no problem saying this is not working for me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. But I hate the stigma that comes with it. I like, oh, you're on to the There's next. There's definitely yeah. a like, stigma. Like, are, are you a quitter? Or like, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, And I'm right. just like, no, it, I'm not going to stay in something that's yeah. not like a good fit for me. Yeah. But I'm very comfortable right. in, in my own skin. I know yeah. who I am. I know yeah. what I bring to the table. And that's what you go with. That's all you have to go yeah. with. And this is like I said, why this show exists because of the fact that like for me being a guy, I'm an advocate for women making those choices and understanding. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm a guy that like what you're saying, it's like, that wouldn't bother me. I'm, I'm hoping that you would be that way. I'm hoping yeah. you would say that to me. I don't and want, that's huge. you know, and, and, and that's who I, that's why I do this because it's like, 
I'm that, like you said something on Indifference earlier, it's like, mm-hmm. I go with the flow, but I also know when I need to say something and right. when I don't like something. Right. And when there's things that I'm just like, you know what, you could be better this way. Right. I still, I'm, obviously, I have a lot of work to do for myself. Always, I have to right. work on myself. But right. I try to put, put out there as much as I can, because that's why when you talk to me, I'm like, what choice do you want to make? And what's wrong with that choice? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with dating five guys. Date, yeah. date. As long as you make that decision, that's right. on you. No right. one else should care except for you. Right. I don't look at you differently. Right. No, I know I, you. No, don't. but I agree that people <laughs> yeah. do. And but that's, I just, but those like, like, annoyed yeah. answering. Yeah, yeah, I think right. the like, stigma yeah. is from Because you know men. what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, men aren't used to being rejected like that. Men aren't used to being the ones vying for, you know, like being chosen. They men are they make money, they're successful, and now they can choose from the crop. That's what they're used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm only generalizing. Generalizing, of right. course, there's right. great men, but I think like it's big to have a man in these spaces that say, you know, it's cool if you don't want me. You're allowed to not right. want exactly. me. Exactly. Right. You're allowed to not want me. That's like so huge. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a yeah. thing that I've always said, and I use it a lot, where I said like, you either say yes or no. Yeah. I mean, and if I ask, if I present something to you what's it's we all get scared or nervous and we all right. don't want to be alone we all don't want to be a yeah. quitter i mean i'm all i don't bored. like being told I'm no. on, right <laughs> i'm on board with all that i'm just I'm, i may be talking lip service but i feel yeah. the same fears as everybody yeah. else but then i have to look inside and go all right well i i gotta still put it out there you right. know because if i don't then you're never gonna know right and i'm the person who that's why i'm always open and honest as much as i can be yeah. as much as i can be yeah you know and so I think yeah. it's it is what it is. I've been rejected once or twice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. More than she that. goes, I'm just kidding. Goes, not very that. often. Maybe, maybe once. Look at her laugh. She's like, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think yeah. I think I, I, yeah, I think that like whenever you whenever women go through those things, they like just need to remember like it's not me. It's literally thousands of years of this shit. Like yeah. I, you know, I just inherited the shit, so yeah. it's fine. Like I don't have to be perfect. Like it's right. It's like unlearning all this shit. And then even if you unlearn it, there's still hundreds of people that aren't unlearning it. It's That's always true. a process. Yeah. Right. So and I like, love it. I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun too. Do this all day. Be you've right. been amazing. Thank yeah, you thank so you much so for much. being here. It's like you're like the life of the show today. Mm-hmm. I love oh my it. God, so thank and you. I want to promote your Instagram, but it's down. But it's I guess down. please but let them let's know regardless. Put the plug though. up though mm-hmm. anyway. Because um, I think people Travis, still follow yeah. us up. You just can't get in, but people still But she's gonna get back on. Yeah. 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 So it's killer B M M A all across the board. TikTok, Twitter. Am I allowed to TikTok because I'm over thirty? <laughs> TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. So killer B M M A. Pretty self-explanatory. Love that. I love it. And Jamie. Yay. Um, Jamie underscore Villamore. And then um, yeah, Microtech. Thank you guys so much. So I'm super excited to get my knife done. <laughs> Yay! I'm gonna have to get one of those. Yes. I, man, she's got a lot of them, guys. So yeah. all right, you can find me at Fetch Sport and anything dating hyphen intelligence or anything dating intelligence on social media. So please keep following us and subscribing and thank you for all your feedback and please keep bringing those questions in because we would like to follow up on a lot of these questions and see how things went like i want to know if this woman's gonna decide to go on her trip or not yeah so all right it's been another good show b thanks once again for coming today thank you for having me all right guys we are out (laughs) 